Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. <laughs> oh fuck! I can't see you now. Oh, I can see you. Hey, you're hiding behind my iTunes. I was just listening to the magnificent uh, what's called Proclaimers, "Sunshine on Leith." What a song! I, yeah, if I was ever to do a sort of a walk-on thing, if I was ever to do like a, a one-man show about my mental health, yeah, I think I would choose that. As my walk on music. Oh, that's a great song. What what if you're a darts player? That could be your, your tune. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could play darts professionally. No problem whatsoever. I'm very good. Are you? Yeah, yeah, really. No, oh, I'm shit. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going. There's the things you didn't know. Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. Give you energy like buck fast. And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh podcast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're sitting in a throne. I know it's a big mirror behind me. And it's, a, <laughs> it's very grand. What is what? What are you doing with the mirror? Are you are you bolting it to the ceiling so you and Mrs. Walsh can get up to some bedroom Olympics and look yep, at yourselves exactly, from one angle? Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a ladder there as well. There's going to be some jumping involved. <laughs> I jump off the ladder and we put yeah the mirrors on the ceiling. What if you put the mirror on the floor and then you could just look down? No, you, you see all the stra- wobbly bits. Then straddle no. the mirror. No, no, no you don't. Good. You don't want. To, <laughs> no, you generally people look more attractive from above than below. <laughs> you see all the openings. You don't want to see the mechanics. You don't want to see the ins and outs. <laughs> the giblets. <laughs> uh, oh, I think you need to tuck yourself in there, love. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I need to tidy yourself up. Breathe in. Don't push. Christ. Mike, how's it going? Did you get all your bits done? You went, you did the big shop. Huge shop in, uh, we went to Limerick to see my parents. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year to you too, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year to the listeners. Yes, and to your family and all the listeners and listeners in listener land. (laughs) I sometimes forget about the listeners. This is just like (laughs) a weekly phone call, Mike. I know this is this is my this is literally uh, my 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 only sort of uh, outlet. Yeah, with other people who are relatively intelligent. I'm not saying you're intelligent by any stretch of the imagination compared to me, but you know. Wow, look at your hair! Fuck it, what are you? <laughs> I'm going, going for a Jedward. Fuck you know. I do quite like Jedward actually on the uh, old uh, Twitter. 
you can't hear now because you're taking your fucking headphones yeah, off. Yeah, Jedward, they're like they're turned into the one the good guys, haven't they? Oh yeah, they really are. They're like Team Brittany, Team. They hate Simon Cowell. Yeah, and Louis. Let's Louis, not mention, let's not mention his, his surname just in case. His yeah. litigious. Louis the Sixteenth. Yeah, yeah, they hate him. He was a terrible ruler, as far as they're concerned. <laughs> the worst. They're bastards. Yeah, they were all okay. They don't mind Louis the Fifth. He was all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and of course, the sword from Louis the Seventeenth was obviously, uh, yeah, one of their standout moments. Yeah, uh, they wrote yeah. a song about it. Um, <laughs> hairspray, it was called, or lips, <laughs> lipstick. Um, uh, yeah, Jedward are cool. I like those guys. Tell me about Limerick and the big shop and all that. This, this is what people are interested in. Yeah, well, I went down to see my parents to see sort of Happy New Year and all that sort of, and we're kind of in their bubble at the moment. Um, so went down to see them, and fortunately, my dad said to me, "Oh, here's something you might want." And uh, he gave me a blood pressure monitor machine. So I now can do it all the time. <laughs> Sitting at the dinner table, like eating like toasted sandwiches. There it is. Bang on the button again. <laughs> put that, my mother's, put that thing away. Oh, just one more. <laughs> <laughs> What's that buzzing noise coming from Mike's, Mike's pants? Mm. Yeah, I didn't realize you didn't put that thing around your todger. Although I can imagine if you did. Yeah, it'd be quite painful. Be good, a good, good, good grippage, I'd say. Oh yeah, lovely, lovely. Yeah, yeah for uh, yeah, for alone time <laughs> when Mrs. Marin's away. If you need your blood pressure on it, blood pressure onto your penis. <laughs> just, just checking my penis ple- blood pressure, love. I wonder, can you do it? Because you can do it on your right arm and your left arm. Well, if it's big enough, your, your middle arm. Yeah. The third leg, if it's big enough, you know. <laughs> no, mine wouldn't be big enough. I don't. <laughs> yeah, and we ended up uh, we ended up going to Dunn Stores, Dunn, a massive Dunn Stores in Limerick, which is like exciting for us because we only go to little shops really. And um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> The, the, the ones, you know, the normal shops close to us are like yeah. Little and Aldi and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've got like proper electric stuff in there and sort of those dryers you would, do, not the dry fryers. What are they called? What yeah, are yeah air fryers. Yeah. Are they, well, would you recommend one to a friend? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're considering uh, neighbors of ours got one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a fucking car. It's not a big purchase. You don't need to think about it. Just get one and see. <laughs> You see, because there's a, I don't know what the thing is. There's like 3.2 litre ones and 4.5. Some of them have got different drawers and all sorts of fucking stuff. Oh, well, you, I mean, I would get a small one, like for 50 quid, just try it out. Like, because it's, it's enough. There's three in the family. It's enough to do like Not a, a few handfuls of, yeah. of, of, of uh, shoestring chips. Yeah, well, I don't want handfuls of chips. You know what I mean? I'm a glutton when it comes to chips. Well, you could just do your own. You can do them in lots of three. Maybe, maybe you do need a bigger one then. Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, great for like, you know, throwing on a few sausages, rashers, whatever. You're probably not eating any of that stuff at the moment, are you? We don't eat that stuff anyway, really. Yeah, no, yeah, sausages are yeah. <laughs> I, I remember somebody's telling me, a doctor telling me, like, I'd prefer if you smoked than eat at sausages. Yes. Yeah. It's, they're fucking shit-like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? What can you cook in them? What, what do we cook in them? Generally, like the thing that we use them for most was chips because uh, we don't, we never deep fat, we never deep fried chips and we always had mm. oven, oven chips. So this was a game changer for us. So it was kind of like, 
you know, not a bad version. You know, it wasn't quite oven chips. Uh, and I have a technical question. What type of chips do you put in it? Do you put oven chips or do you put like like the deep fat fireable chips? Because there's two um, different types of chips. I don't know. I suppose you put in the oven chips, but they get the skinny fries. I don't know. I, hadn't, I, I don't know, actually. Good question. I, I presume it's oven chips, but they're done. They're nicer. Yeah, because they got salt on them. Food of the devil. Salt. Do you eat salt now, Mike? What, can you not eat yep. salt now because of the blood pressure? Salt is the worst thing. Is it worse like, than sugar? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Salt is like fucking through the roof. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm, um, I'm currently drinking out of a jug here. Oh, God. That looks like fucking cow shit. Mm. What is it? Today is my first day of no sugar. Uh, <laughs> If any, I tell you what, I was just going to say, if anyone was listening to us, which they probably are, they put a fucking <laughs> pair of fatty fucks. I wasn't fatty until I started talking to you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's infectious. It's contagious. <laughs> but I, but I, I like Mike, I went to town a little bit on the chocolate over Christmas, you know, and I don't even normally have dairy even, but uh, mm-hmm. I was eating a lot of chocolate, like, you know, whatever. I was going, I was going into the shop to buy quality street so i'd have a box of chocolates for the evening oh dear yeah it was getting bad yeah. man. i wouldn't eat the whole box but i just you know just having it there i think it's because i don't have anything else like i'm not drinking i'm not you know <laughs> giving up the prostitutes i told you the crack cocaine so i need something it's a crutch over christmas so but- yeah. But why Quality Street? I mean, surely celebrations and heroes. Yeah, so I mean, I, we've had. We, I, it depends. Sometimes it's Quality Street. Sometimes it's celebration. We've been through a few boxes over the Christmas, you know. Yeah, but I could never, I could never justify Quality Street. Oh, really? I like Quality Street. Oh my God, they're not, they're not quality at all. Oh, I like the big purple one and the and the toffee ones and the no. Yeah, I get the toffee ones, but the the ones that have the the Maltesers in them. And you know what they should do is, you know, the Maltesers you get in the celebrations thing, yeah. which is kind of like, an, it's like a kind of the, the, the Malteser itself is kind of ovoid, like an egg. Yeah. And 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 the, the chocolate is kind of formed around it, mm. the flat bottom. So there's an extra little bit of chocolate. So if you, if you like, if you really like sort of like you can chew with your teeth and you can kind of fracture the chocolate take and then the chocolate re- off and then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, release, like release the Maltese. Yeah. 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 I don't know why they don't make Maltesers like that, normal Maltesers. Maybe they're looking into it. This is just the test. You know, this is the tester. We can get yeah. the flat, you can get the flat Maltesers now, and then you can get the Malteser Christmas egg Santa-shaped Easter bunny, <laughs> whatever it is. The Santa-shaped <laughs> Easter bunny for Christmas yeah, Easter. I think you're mixing up your uh, holy things there. Anyway, I have, so today is my first day of, of, of knocking the sweets on the head and I'm just I'm having a smoothie which is made of uh, frozen berries bananas and some almond milk and I'm just sipping away on that just to, to, just to get me through keep keep myself occupied you know Jesus you'll be shitting rusty water out tomorrow <laughs> that's good <laughs> no that's not good that's a bucket for the listener that he's got like a, a liter jug that you would like um, mix stuff in yeah. like a proper plastic like Pyrexy type. I should have put it into a. I should have put it into a, uh, a glass, but I was too. I was in a hurry to come up here and, and start the computer up. Yeah, you should have put it into mm-hmm. something sort of you know like one of those kind of 
you know, like those trendy people have. Like a smoothie, a smoothie mixer. Yeah, yeah, like a Nutri-Bullet joke. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of those, yeah, but you should know you're just using a fucking plastic old Tupperware. And I'd say that that plastic has seen some use. I'm an ignoramus. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big, it's a measuring jug, basically. Yeah, you might you mix, probably mix. mixed your baby's, like, formula in that. Gravy, probably mixed gravy. I'm drinking, <laughs> drinking gravy. Oh, I drink gravy. <laughs> I love a pint of gravy. I'm pint of still with fucking mm. chips on the side. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, um, but that's my um, that's my New Year's resolution. That's my I've started the new year now today. Okay, with the, yeah, with, with the no more shit, no, no more I'm, shit, Mike. I'm taking up the. Uh, I saw somebody on the television saying, "Don't do Christmas or New Year's resolutions because you're only setting yourself up for failure, especially if they've got an end date." I want to mm. lose three stone. Then when you lose three stone, you just put it back on again. So it just should be like, uh, I'm, ch- I'm going to just eat less sweets, like qu- stop buying quality street boxes yeah. in, in the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what I've done. And also, the I've started up the 100 days of no booze again. Obviously, I don't drink, but for other people, if they want to give up the booze for 100 days, I have a, um, an Instagram account. I saw that, but I've still got 24 cans of Guinness. So uh, I'll... Won't be on that train. <laughs> Won't be on that train for a while. <laughs> Why can't you just keep the Guinness till the end of the hundred days? I uh, know you can't be doing stuff like that. You see, we've we've kind of given up the salty snacks now, and the biggest way to do that is just not buy any. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I went a bit hog wild over the Christmas buying the hooch. I had this kind of it's like a safety blanket, isn't it? You know, mm. you just want it. You're going to think, oh, if it gets cold and I can't get out in the car because it's snowy, I, you know, I really I might want to have a can of whatever just to get over it and then you just buy it and then stupidly you drink it um and then i bought like every time i went to littles or whatever i bought um a tub of celebrations and <clears throat> no i had like at one point we had nine tubs of celebrations <laughs> but if anybody turns up yeah. or you just want to say thank you for something fucking really handy or somebody blindsides you with a gift yeah box of celebrations perfect gift so we only ended up with two left oh fuck's sake yeah 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 that's and I ate them over the last two nights <laughs> <laughs> what were we eating over christmas didn't have any chocolates or anything over christmas no nope but that's the time to eat the two. what, what we, what's no, your no 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 that's wrong that's you see <clears throat> that there's a stereotype and you're conforming to it yeah you need to fucking just not associate these times I ate dates and mango and little um, oranges. Up until fucking yesterday, and then you had two boxes of celebrations. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't come at me with the fucking, on your high horse. (laughs) With some strong lager. Mm, Chocolate and lager. Jesus. What was the lager? yeah, it was some, um, it's some little stuff. It's like 5% their pills version or whatever. Bought some it's, of that as well, just in case. <laughs> it's like Heineken, but it's called Reineken. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darlsberg. Der- Derlenbacker or something. Perlenbacker. Oh, yeah, Perlenbacker, is it? Yes, Perlenbacker. It's not yeah. too bad. It's not too bad. Um, no, as my father would say, cut the stomach out of you. Clean out of you. <laughs> and uh, but, um, we then, I tried to get my family to watch a movie together last night. Lots of people have been watching this movie as a family. Mm. I think you've watched it. I think some of my heroes on the internet have watched it. And uh, I said, okay, this is going to be great. And 40 minutes in, 
I said, uh, lads, I'm going to go out to the bathroom for a second. I'll just put this on pause. And Sally Ann said, well, don't, don't bother putting it back on. Ooh. And, and Jimmy said, yeah, I like it, but it's rubbish. It's too modern. Ooh. And I went, fucking hell. And I was really enjoying it. And can you guess what the film is? I'm going to guess Don't Look Up. Yeah. And they didn't like it. Not, not in the slightest. Sally Ann was offended by it. Oh, offended by it. Yeah, she thought it was like formulaic. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why I'm making these noises. Ooh. Wow. Well, it is. I thought it was a bit woo because it's a bit. You could see what they're trying to do. Are you, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't think I'd watch it again. But, I, we, but myself and Anna sat down and watched it from start to finish without. Really, we made a cup of tea maybe once. Yeah, that was all we 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 didn't. We pretty much watched it straight through without moving. Yeah, it's long. We, it's like which two is a good hours sign. It, it is long. Yeah, but it's still a good sign for me. Like in in the in the age of Netflix, and you can literally just yeah. you know watch something for ten minutes and then put on a different film. I thought it was pretty good. That was a good sign, and I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, I liked yeah. the wit. I liked the. I mean, it was funny for me because I was like, this is. You know, the, this is actually happening. It's not a comet. It's the it's the yeah, it's the, the way we're treating the, uh, the, the the planet uh, is. You know, we're we're heading for um, the destruction of the planet, and you know, we're we're focusing on anything but. And that's what yeah. I thought. That's what I would, that was the analogy for me. So I just yeah, thought, yeah. This, this is fascinating, and I loved all the little uh, inclusions of things like you know uh, things trending and Twitter and social media, and I thought I thought this. I thought it was funny. I thought um, Meryl Streep was very funny as well. I thought um, she was she was Trump. Yeah, she, she was, was Trump. absolutely Trump. She was fucking brilliant. And I thought, yeah. you know, after all the stuff he said about her being some left wing fucking, you know, Tommy Award winning, she can't even win a fucking Oscar kind of stuff. She just took the piss out of him. Now, yeah, what, yeah. We got three weeks for the mid midterm, so uh, yeah, guys, uh, you, you know, your fucking media, whatever it is, star. No, the, when they discovered that the, she went up in the ratings when she was seen smoking, they were, yes, <laughs> three points. Who <laughs> fucking knew? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So, so what happened? You stopped watching it, and you haven't seen. No. Have you watched the rest since? No. No. Okay. Well, look, no, Mike. We... Mike, listen. You sit down when everyone's gone away, or actually kick them out of the room and say, yeah. "I'm sitting down tonight. I'm going to watch the rest of that film on my own." Thank you very much. That's. That's something for you, Mike. They're they're going to miss out on the rest of that film. Yeah, that, that's not the way it works in this house. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I would have to do that when everyone's gone to bed. That's one of those kind of things. Okay, like I did with Jimmy Carr. Oh, fucking up! Yeah, Jimmy Carr, his his dark, dark materials. materials. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, he's very, very funny throughout. There was belly laughs throughout, but when he gets to about the last ten minutes, and he says. Do you want to hear my career-ending jokes? <laughs> oh my god! It's like, oh fuck! You think he's pushed the envelope, and then he goes like, he drops a gear. I mean, it's just fucking foul, but brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Did you feel like you had to watch that on your own because it wouldn't be because the others wouldn't be into it? It's too much. But no, I mean, it's, funnily enough, Sally Ann. I said to I said to Sally Ann, she came in at one point, and I was watching it, and. Um, because I was watching it like late afternoon. And uh, I said, watch this. And she did guffaw and belly laugh when he was talking about, he was, I mean, he went into a whole thing on rape, which is not funny in any way, shape or form. But 
her, her, her and me were belly laughing at what mm. he was saying, you know, and he explains why he's doing it. It's, it's for fun. He's very, he's a very intelligent comedian. I like a bit of Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Cause he's, and he's doing it in a way as what is the worst possible thing I could say yep. about, yeah, he does a very, he has a very racist joke about AIDS and black people and uh, mosquitoes. I don't know if you've heard that one, but uh, yeah, I've, but you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to even retell it, but no, you know, somebody asked him, what's the most shocking joke you ever came up with? And he said, well, this is it. And I don't understand. Cause we talked about getting canceled on the last episode. I don't understand. Maybe it's the way he says it. Cause like, I think he sets it up. Well, maybe. Cause Tommy Tern has gotten in trouble for making jokes about travelers, but it's, it's in the same vein. Do you know what I mean? He likes the traveling people. He doesn't, he has respect for them, but yeah, he, but he'll just tell these outrageous jokes because he's a comedian. But I think the way Jimmy does is like, okay, here's 10 minutes of these jokes, as you said, my career ending jokes. So he sets it up so everybody knows you're in a space here now where he shouldn't really tell these jokes, but he's letting you in on the jokes yes. and what's inside yeah. his head that you know he, he he's never he's he'll never be able to tell except he's telling them. Um, which is think I, the difference between getting cancelled and, and being applauded, you know. And speaking of being cancelled, I listened to, oh Christ, of course, here we go again, um, Tommy Tiernan being interviewed by the guy who you really like. He's English. Um, Frank Adam, Skinner. No. Adam, Adam Buxton. Adam, Adam Buxton. Buxton. Yeah, that's a good Talking one. to Tommy Tiernan about yeah. being cancelled. Yeah. And Tommy Tiernan, they tried to cancel him mm. about some things he said about... Um, the Jewish community, mm. but he, he was, he was just talking about the Jewish community, but they, they didn't, you, they, they put down on paper what he said and it looked racist, but he said, when I said it, it that wasn't, you know, I was talking to a room of people uh, who, who got what I was talking about. Yeah. In the context. So yeah. You, yeah. And it's the context and the accounts. And your man said to him, how did, how did you get over that? Whatever. He said, I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll just keep going. <laughs> he did yeah and he became much more popular the other end of it yeah it was the tabloids seemed to have a bit of a thing for him and wanted to finish his career one of tabloid in particular but uh yeah it was it went out of business afterwards it's it was at the sunday sun the the news of the world i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. went out yeah. of business god loved them Dirty bastards. The yeah. bastards. But yeah, he survived that. And, and he, I think he, I think he kind of came out and tried to, exp- he had come out and explained himself, you know? Well, what he did was um, <clears throat> he released then the oh, audio. The audio, that's right. Yeah. And said, listen, just fuck you. If you want to listen to it, listen to it. I'm not really interested. They're talking shite. This is what I said. And everybody kind of went, oh, yeah, well, that's, you know. And, that's scams. You know, yeah, and instead of the, the the paper going, oh yeah, sorry, bang to rights, gov, they just doubled down and kept saying he was a racist, blah 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 blah. And he's like, fucking hell, that's fucking yeah. enough. Get like I've just fucking told you what I've done. Yeah. Thank, thankfully, on that occasion, the, the, the CUNTs didn't win. You know. Yeah. Um, but... Speaking of them, and um, what about Ed Sheeran? <laughs> <laughs> so hang on a second before we move on. Okay. Che 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 che. To check it out, should should people watch um, his dark materials? Would you recommend it? Absolutely, hundred percent. Okay, good. <clears throat> First recommendation. Yes, his dark materials. It's on yes. Netflix, isn't it? It is on. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's his Netflix special, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few comedy com- com- comedians comedians on Netflix who've done one hour stand ups. 
I mean, I quite like Ricky Gervais again. Brilliant. On, yeah. on, 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 he's on a Netflix special. Yeah. Some people do translate onto TV quite well, and some people don't. The tall uh, fella on Taskmaster was shit, I thought. Okay, name. yeah, he's um, the what the yeah, the teacher in um, uh, yes, the deaf school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name anyway? But uh, Dave Chappelle's special is very good as well, and he he kind of was cancelled and he talks a little bit about that. Um, and that's very interesting. You should watch the Dave Chappelle one, and he says things that are like you know, he could he says, I'm gonna, I'm saying things now that. Are going to get me cancelled, but uh, he says some, <laughs> some, some crazy shit, and there was a lot of there's a bit of a backlash about it because because he de- he he goes with he goes into the trans community, okay, um, and uh, the I like I and obviously I have the utmost respect for anybody who wants to live their life life whatever way they want to live it. You know what I mean? I don't I don't mind if you want to whatever whatever you uh, yeah, yeah identify as is good, <clears throat> but there was a great joke and um in a family a family guy where there's a there's a there's a, a a woman sitting at the bar and she's looking at her phone and the barman comes over and goes, sorry you're not allowed to look at porn at the bar please if you don't mind and she was like oh but i'm trans and he said oh in that case do whatever you want forever <laughs> there is a little bit of that about yeah, but it is that thing of like, oh yeah, well then you can like it doesn't like certain communities. Oh well, then you can yeah, just you can never do untouchable. anything. Yeah, untouchable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I kind of feel like it's probably difficult enough for the trans community. So you know, fair enough. Let them just do whatever they want. I'm I'm down with that. Um, so Dave Chappelle, I would recommend if you for talking about specials and um, uh, I can't remember. Fucking, this is just totally typical of our podcast. I can't remember the name of. Uh, James Acaster. Do you like James Acaster? I don't know who James Acaster oh, is. Oh, he's very funny. Um, check out his latest special. It got nominated for like a Tony. Is he American? Like. No, he's English. James James Acaster, yeah. Acaster. And he's got a special on Netflix. So there's a few to check out. Check, 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 check it out. Check it out. Check, check, check. What's it all about? I've been listening to a lot of uh, podcasts actually and stuff like that. And uh, again, I'm I'm brought back to Desert Island Discs. Very rarely does it fail to impress me. Apart from, um, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> you one from the Bake Off, uh, Prue Prue Leaf. Oh yeah, Prue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, she's dull. Terrible. I listened you know, to her talking, which she have done with, with James O'Brien as well. She did one with James O'Brien. It was very, very good, but she did, you know, well, it was good-ish, but it wasn't, but the, the, yeah, it just didn't, um, but to, to cleanse my mind of that, I listened to the Richard Osman one, the Christmas special. Oh, and that's good, is it? Phenomenal. And I just, I finished his book, The Thursday Murder Club, two days before I listened to it. Lovely. So, yes. And I presume I haven't listened to that one, but I presume the music choices are good. I mean, his really surprising, really surprisingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say because his brother is uh, is in um, is in uh, yeah, the band uh, Suede. Suede, yeah, yeah. I never knew that. Did you not know that? 
No. Oh, wow. Okay. No. Didn't know anything about him. I just thought he was the tall geeky guy off the television. Yeah, no. Brothers and Slade, yeah. yeah. Talks about his eyesight, talks about his brother giving him sort of his brother. He could have sat back and sort of like begrudged his brother, his fame. You know, watching his brother on top of the pops with the lead singer of Sway. Brett, oh, Brett Anderson. Yeah. Brett Anderson. Yeah. And he thought, no, this is great. This means that somebody who lives in this house, in this estate, can go on to do great stuff. So off he went. It was fascinating. Really, a really good listen now. But yeah, the music was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he picked some show tune that was really awful. It was like, there were two pieces of music. And myself and Sally Ann were listening to it at the car going, what the fuck is this? Shit. Oh, deadly. I love, uh, you see, Desert Island, this I, I forget about for a while. And then every now, every few months, I can go back and go, oh, I'm, I forgot mm. about this. I can, I can delve into it for a few uh you know i listen to so many podcasts like no i just get i just get through them do you know what i mean there's not enough there aren't enough podcasts out there at some at some stages during the week i'm like what the fuck am i gonna listen to don't make me put on the radio i know well speaking of that i i've started listening to eight radio we talked about it last week yeah because john loftus this guy who i met on a night out Mm. uh, does a show and he sent a link and then when i go into to the, the 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 kitchen now. It's hey hey Google play eight radio, because the other reason I've listened to that is because the time I usually go into the kitchen and fiddle around and do the washing up after dinner and all that kind of stuff. Um, John Creedon is normally on, yeah. but your man Fignal Brian on F O B R A I from the Hot House Flowers. Yeah, he's on, but he whispers. It's like fucking you trying you trying not to wake somebody up, and I can't hear what he says. It's like fucking talk, man. Um, I like the music, but it's just a. But the, he goes, call me an F O B R U, and uh, <laughs> say nobody has ever tweeted him because he's fucking alleged. Like you just can't understand what he said. F O B R U. What's F O B R U? Who can spell a fucking brain? He has to spell it out. Oh come on. <laughs> it's just like what is aircraft? Fuck's sake. Anyway. FOB, FOB at RT. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wouldn't we do that? Wouldn't that well, be FOB, FOB at RT? I'd be there. I'd be I'd be emailing yeah. them every fucking day, even if yeah. I didn't listen to the show. So he annoys me. So I went on to eight radio and uh I'd been then I'd been talking to some relatives in New Zealand. And I thought, oh, I'll listen to some Kiwi um talk the, radio. So I, did, I thought Kiwi talk radio. Yeah, so I went, hey, Google, is there a news talk? New, new Zealand playing Auckland NB or whatever. What's called? Actually, I wrote it down. New, news talk ZB. And I listened to the talk radio at eight o'clock at night. It's nine. You listen to the nine o'clock news now. And I rush out to listen to the nine o'clock news. Yeah, it's a good day here. And the weather and the sport. And then there's a phone in. And it's fucking fascinating because everybody has been thinking that New Zealand was the best place on the planet Mm. for dealing with COVID. And this guy put it out there. Who's better than us? And people were saying, Japan, Korea, they've got it sorted. This place is a shit show. And it's like really like doing themselves down and everybody else is holding them up as this guiding light. Yeah. And they're going, we, some DJ, I don't know if you've heard about it. Some English DJ. <clears throat> got a, a right, a, you get a special visa to go to New Zealand now, and it's got to be for financial reasons or uh, um, all, all sorts of stuff, like to actually for the good of the New Zealand You have economy. to be bringing something to the economy. Australia is very similar as well. <clears throat> yeah, if you, you, you have, they have to show 
that they don't have that person in the country that can do that job already. Something like that, I think. I know, but this is just for a transit fee. This is like literally to go in and do a job and go out. Oh, so this okay. guy was playing, was doing a gig. Yeah. So they thought it was going to be good. Like, give him a five-day pass. He brought fucking Omicron. I'm just going to drop my latest single. I mean... Infection. Well, I live out in uh, Rotorua here in New Zealand. Uh-huh. Bloody Rotorua. The, the way we treat uh, like uh, rabbits out here, they're just a fucking pissed, eh? And that guy from England, bring him to my farm, hang him up to fuck on him by the fucking ankles. And like, beep, beep. Yeah, thank you very much for your call. <laughs> Lynch mobs were being called for this guy, this English guy, this fucking DJ who's obviously. <laughs> English DJ brought Omicron. Fucking hell. He he didn't take his 10-day test. The 10th day. He stayed in, in whatever for nine days. It's not a global... And I, I was trying to Google it then, trying to find out, and it's all on the New Zealand papers, but nothing... Of course, the English aren't mentioning it, because, like, oh, no, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, you know, we would never export anything bad. And it's like, oh, this fucker. You know, he's gone there, and he's done his nine days, and on day 10, he just goes, fuck it, i got to the shops and buy some crisps. <laughs> Infects the whole population. Not funny, but you know. Yeah, funny. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Omicron. Oh my yeah. god. I can't. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> speaking, of those, speaking, of, speaking of C words. What about Ed Sheeran? No, no, we'll keep Ed to the last. Ed, we'll talk about Ed later. Here's something because we're down there, because we're in um the um we're in the, I was going to say the Antipod, Antipodean. What's yeah, the, the, the Antipodes? Yeah, the Antipodes. Uh, Tasmania. Oh, yeah. Is a movie on, is, <laughs> there's a movie on Netflix called The Nightingale. Oh, okay. And it's set in Tasmania. And it is sort of the first, the convicts sent to, so Irish convicts sent to Tasmania. Tasmania has been run by the British soldiers um and basically they're kind of using the convicts to do the work and they're killing off the and i say this because this is what they call themselves the black fellas so they're killing off the aboriginals and it is however many hundred years ago and it's the story of claire and her husband and their baby and claire ends up um needing to enlist the help of this uh, aboriginal called billy to help her find this British soldier that she wants to kill. Um, it's rough. It's dark. There's scenes in it that, you know, maybe you'd rather not witness, but it's it's yeah. raw. It's fucking raw. It's like, did you see the film Black 47 that was about the, the, the famine? No. Well, that wasn't great. Like, it was... I was really looking forward to seeing Black 47 because I was really hoping that somebody would make the film about the famine, you know, the, but it, Lee, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't great. But The Nightingale is kind of what Black 47 could have been. It's really good. It's brilliant. Okay. Van Diemen's Land. Off we go. There you go. So I think I, think I may have had some relatives on both sides of my family in Van Diemen's Land. Sent off on the boat. Yeah. For robbing a, an apple. Yeah, robbing a bike, I think. Robbing an Apple computer. <laughs> a laptop. <laughs> it's only a laptop. Lip to pay. Lip dip. 
but uh, yeah, the Nightingale is, is brilliant. Uh, it's on it's on Netflix. So so there you go. That's another one for you to check it out here. Listen, yeah, I tried a bit of stand up the other night. Speaking of speaking of whoever we were talking about stand up wise earlier, I'm working up my 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 Netflix special. I'm working on my Netflix special, Mike. So how did it, I know? Because you run a stand-up um, show. Yeah, com- a, a comedy host. club. Yeah, it's a comedy, comedy club. I don't host it. I just, I set it up. So it's me, the owner, this guy owns the bar, Vivian. Really cool guy. He owns this bar in Newbridge. And we got chatting and I said, look, I'd love to do a comedy club. He said, you can have upstairs. He put a lot of effort and money into sort of doing upstairs up when things were shut down. He's trying to get, you know, good bands in getting good gigs on. So I was like, well, I'll do a comedy night once a month. And he was like, brilliant. Yeah. So he started, you know, gives me the run of the place, sort of. Uh, I just booked the acts and we've got Emma Dorn uh, as yes. our, re- she's our regular MC. So, I mean, so like I wouldn't uh, be good enough to host a comedy night uh, myself. You need, you need to be an MC. You need to have, it's, it's, it takes skill and it takes experience. Maybe at some stage in a few years, I might be able to, but I, I need to, I need to do a bit of training first. It, it never used to take sort of these to the, the 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 MCs to come out and tell a one liner and then and your next guest is. You know, yeah. da, da, da. It, but it, now since the dawn of sort of not even jonglers, but oh, there's a man. Hey, buddy. I'm going to watch Ted Lasso. You're going to watch Ted Lasso yeah. uh, on my old. iPad. Yeah. Yes, you can have my iPad to watch Ted Lasso. Say hello to the podcast listeners. Hi, podcast listeners. This is Finn, and there's Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, Finn, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah. It's oh, yeah, good. of course you can't hear because you're on your headphones. Yeah. He's, I did hear him say Ted Lasso, though. He's off to watch good? Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, definitely worth it. Would you, would you say it's good? Thumbs up? Thumbs up for Ted Lasso. Not for okay. Oh. oh, shit. Careful on your way out there, bud. Bye. See you later. There goes an iPad on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so so what? Yes, yeah, so what the MC does now is they come out and they they warm up the crowd, so they'll do a bit of crowd work. Oh, where are you from? Mm. What's what do you do for a living? What's you know? And they get they get to know the crowd and they get everybody warmed up, and then they introduce the first act, and then and so the night goes. It's MC first act. Uh, you might have a second act. Then first act, second act to do fifteen minutes each. You take a break. Then you MC comes back, brings on a newcomer. So you need to get the crowd warmed up and get the, you know, get, get them hyped up for the newcomer. The newcomer might do five, 10 minutes. And then you've got your headliner. MC comes back on and shoots the headliner. Headline will do 20 minutes, whatever. So that's the structure of the night. And uh, yeah, it's my job to book the, the, the acts. And uh, but, yeah. But did you do a newcomer slot? Yeah. So I did the newcomer slot then. Wow. Well, yeah. Fuck. I mean, um, I didn't prepare as well as, as as I did. Save for the save for the one man show, there was a lot like like this is like the one man show was was a result of like two years of writing and rewriting and yeah. rehearsals and all that kind of stuff and working. Uh, so when I came out for the air, I you know I had the script off by heart. Do you, know, you saw it, you know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this was a bit more experimental. So I kind of went out and just tried a few lines or things or thoughts, you know. So, so I suppose with with stand up comedy, you you could you could if you were interested in working up twenty minutes or having a solid twenty minutes or a solid half hour or a solid hour, you'd work it up by doing 
five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes here or there until you've, and a lot of the stuff, like even the other night, like it's, it's a lot of just comedians. Oh, I thought of something, a new joke. I'll try that out. So it's very interesting, but yeah, I did. Um, I did. About, I don't know. I think it might have done. I was supposed to do five minutes. It might have done ma- nearly 10 minutes. I don't know. Okay. But uh, I have no real memory of it. Uh, <laughs> just I, I had stuff written down uh, in a notebook. What was the audience participant? Did like when you say you had stuff written down, did you did you look at it? Did you reference it or did it, was it all off your head? It was stuff I'd written down. Like, and, and part of, I suppose, the stuff that people were laughing at was like, I've got notes written down here, but I can't even read my writing. So I have no clue what it says. It's no use to me. But, it's, <laughs> but I was like, but it's a handy anchor. I can just keep going back to it. And uh, it, it, yeah, it, makes, yeah. it makes me look like I know what I'm doing. Um, but I talked about, um, I talked about, my wife was there uh, and my, and the two kids, Finn and Anna were there. So oh, I, Jesus. So that kind of made it a bit difficult, but I, what I talked about, I really wanted to talk about this, <laughs> um, a very personal thing um, between yeah. myself and my wife, you know? Um, yeah, in front of your kids. Yeah, it was very difficult. So I, t- I, so I kind of said, oh, sh- I said, <laughs> because I run the club, I was like, you see, I, I'm, I'm in charge of this club, so I have to book <laughs> the acts. And also, like, if it doesn't sell well, I, you know, obviously I need to make sure it sells well or the, or the owner be after me. Um, so I said, so obviously I invited all of my family here. And I was like naming them out. I was like, my brother-in-law's here, my sister-in-law's here, my wife is here, my son is here. <laughs> so, I can, so now I can't talk about the stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> so I can't talk about the sex stuff that I want to talk about. And then I just, so then I just said, so I'm going to talk about a friend of mine. Oh, no. Oh, God. So I, and did you then go on to talk about your, oh, no, yeah, the sex thing, but from my friend's point of view, yeah. Oh no! And it was it, the 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 whole thing was about the time my wife decided she was obviously listening to some podcast or reading some magazine. Decided what? You're only saying I'm hanging on your every word. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was listening to Sheila Shoiga's podcast about sex and you know all that kind of stuff. So she decided one week that we were going to have sex every day for a week without fail. It was an experiment. Which, it's an experiment. <laughs> which, of course, to me, I mean, my friend was brilliant, you know, because <laughs> I, yes, yeah. I started off talking about like how men are basically just sex pests. Yes. Yeah, we basically just want sex all the time. Yes. So when, when your wife turns around, you, you would imagine that you would want to have sex every day. So if your wife yeah. turns around, we're gonna have sex every day for five days. It's like Ka-ching. here we go. Only five days. Well, yeah, I think it was. We started on the Monday, and then it was. I think it was. <laughs> Hey, sick. I don't know. Jumped into a fucking Greg David song. Chilled on Sunday. <laughs> Lost gout. So, some, so my, my daughter's in college. My friend's daughter's in college, and my friend's son is in school. So, once, so, and I, I was working from home, and so was my friend's wife. Uh, this is getting yeah. confusing. So, I dropped himself to school, come home, and then this is be, this, you know, this is when we'd, you know, Go at it, as it were. <laughs> but basically, the, the joke, well, the, what I was, what, the story was about, like, by, by Thursday, I was, like, driving home from the school after dropping my son going off, for fuck's sake. Here we go again. Just I'd rather go to Little. <laughs> I think, how am I going to get out of this? First two, for, milk. First two days, three days, great. By Thursday, you're like, oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. 
<laughs> you think you'll be going woohoo, but it's like oh fucking hell. And I just, I was just, I was just thought like if any, if you, if, if your husband is ever, if your husband is a sex pest and is always at you and thinks he could have sex every day, just fucking do the we're having sex every day for that, five days. That's a great idea. Call it the five two. The five two. <laughs> it's not going to work if your husband is like in his thirties because he'll easily no. do the five days. Or you, or you've just met. Or you've just met. No, because that's you're doing that anyway. I'm talking yeah. later on, you know, 40s, 50s. That's when you that's when you want to try it out. And then 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 he'll know exactly what he's aiming for. And then he'll never bother you again. Yeah, you know, I I'm laughing, but I don't really identify with what you're saying. <laughs> you do that anyway. You sex every day for five days anyway. Twice, twice a day, at least. <laughs> Well, basically, after this experience, I, I I stopped even bothering myself anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't even I don't even masturbate anymore. I was like, fuck no, don't even want to encourage myself. <laughs> the thought of it <laughs> put me right off. <laughs> Turns you into a woman. You can't trans. <laughs> That's why I'm growing my hair out long. Oh, excuse me. You're right, Mike. Sorry. But, so, so, so that was kind of, um, yeah. And I, I actually, I started. It was kind of like jokes and stories and stuff. Um, but the joke was, uh, I was talking about like how this is my midlife crisis, which I started off the hour. The, the, yes, so look, this is literally my midlife crisis. You're watching a man in the, in the midst of his midlife crisis. It's trying stand up for the first time, nearly fucking 50 years of age. And I said, look, I know I look, I, I don't look that old. I look younger. It's I've got good skin. <laughs> good skin. I don't have many Lots of moisturizing. I said, like, I have my parents to thank for that. They got me the Botox vouchers for Christmas. <laughs> it was an actual joke. And how does that go down? Hmm. They laughed, and I was like, "Yay!" And we're off. And Good stuff. Was, yeah. And then it was downhill from there. But um, no, I would have, I would have liked to see that. I would have liked to see because for the cringe factor of your wife and children being in the room, I think that's that's what, you know, that's there. There's the, the that's what you want in comedy. That's what I want in comedy. Yeah. Is to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Somebody, had, I was listening to somebody talking about comedy, and they were like, "Whatever it is in your head that you think you shouldn't talk about, that's the comedy." Yes. And I was. And that day I was thinking, I can't fucking do that stuff. I can't talk about that because my wife, you know, and, and as, as soon as I started thinking like that, I was like, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I need to talk about. That is. Mm. So I could not, you know, unfortunately for my wife. <laughs> and children. And my children. And I watched Ted Lasso, Dad. Yeah, you watch whatever you want, son. Try and blank that stuff out of your mind. That was funny because he said to me, um, he said to me during the week, he said, uh, was that true about your friend, Dad? So it totally went over his head. And I was like, no, no, I made it up. <laughs> he wasn't really paying attention. And your daughter patted you on the earth on the way out. <laughs> she hasn't spoken to me since. Um, right. But uh, but that's it. So I'm, I'm hoping to do to do a lot, do more of that. That's my, you know, my 2022 uh something is to do some to do stand up and work up. I think you'd be good at it, yeah. Especially the MCing bit and sort of like that's 
where you kind of cut your teeth, isn't it? Sort of because that's even more difficult, really, mm. is to tease somebody up in a sort of positive way while being funny yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Once you can do that, the sort of 10 minutes on your own kind of becomes easy because somebody's teeing you up for the, the role, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, look, it's, it's, um, I'm, I've always been fascinated with it and I've always sort of like been afraid to try it. So, uh, yeah, fuck it. I'm going for it, Mike. Yeah, but didn't your buddy, the guy who used to be on 2FM, uh, do... Bernard. Yeah, Bernard, bring people through the whole sort of from normal to sort of stand-up. Do you mean like a pro... No, I don't think he did. Um, Oh, I think he did a thing with a guy who wanted to do stand-up. Like, he did a few different things. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he did that that quite recently, didn't he? Yeah, and the other fella did it as well. The the uh, the American Irish guy. Who's yeah, Des 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 yeah. Bishop. He brought uh, one of my guests, w- Willa White. Yes, Willa Willa Willa. Yeah, Willa. Yeah. Willa. Brilliant. Willa Willa's brilliant. Uh, and um, Eric Eric is another comedian. Well, I can't think of his name. But yeah, he, uh, that would a few of those few comedians came through that as well. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's um, it's a bit of crack. It's something to be doing. And now that I don't drink, I can just drive up to Dublin and do something on a Friday night and try home. Mm. It's not a problem, you know. So that's that's where I'm at, Mike. Yeah, you don't want to be drunk doing that sort of stuff, though, because if you lose your train of thought, you know, when you're drunk in a pub and you start telling the joke and then you think, shit, I have forgotten the end of that fucking joke. And I know I don't. And you ever do that? And you're just going to like, oh, yeah, um, all the time, not even drunk. I know, no problem doing it when I'm sober, but when, when I've had a couple of beers, like, oh, and I get really bad, and then you double down on it, and you sort of, oh, and then and so you're it's, it's flailing around. It's when you wake up the next day and you're like, oh god, yeah, 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 and everything is embarrassing. But you know what? I, I was, I was, I remember my joke about my friend coming to see the show and walking out at that very poignant moment. Yes, I was. So I was going to do that joke. So, so, and I lost my train of thought. So I. <laughs> It was only the next day I went, oh, yeah, fuck. I forgot to tell that bit. The funny bit. <laughs> so worried were you that you were kind of like, you thought you were going to go out and have to cuddle this guy until it's like... This but I was talking about uh, I was talking about the show. Like, I was thinking, I did a very typical Irish, white, straight man thing. I, I wrote a show about myself. About my own life, and I toured it, and it's a one-man show, and I'm the only one allowed in it. <laughs> Just in case anybody else gets any money off it. No, it's fucking me. It's me telling my story because I'm so interesting, yeah. and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking arrogance of it, Mike. No, <clears throat> no, I disagree on that. Actually, I we haven't spoken about, enough about your show on this show. But I do think it was very, 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 very good. And I think it's a story that needs to be told specifically because it's so normal. But nothing in it, if you're listening outside of this country or outside of the Irish experience of living in sort of anywhere in Ireland, actually, we, we, we would relate to it mm. and kind of think, shit, that happened to me. Mm. All that stuff happened to me. And I've never thought about it. It just goes to show you, you just stop and think about your own childhood and the way we were reared in this country in the 70s and the 80s. And you think, fuck, you know, what were we like? You know, 
no food in the house whatsoever, but fucking dressing up to go to church on a Sunday morning. Mm. Madness. Mm. You know, absolute fucking madness. And thinking that that was perfectly acceptable. Mm. You know? Oh, yeah. We were fucked oh, yeah, up. Yeah, it's a story that very much needs to be told. We were, we were, it was, it was, we were fucked up, Mike. Fucked up. Yeah, we anyway, so, so that's it. I may do it again. I may, I may try it again. <clears throat> Stand up. Do. What, what, else from you, what else from you, Mike? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I've got a, a bone to pick now with um, Sabrina Perry. She's an OG. Oh, this Sabrina is, Perry? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. wrong with Sabrina? Sabrina um, sat down to watch um, Die Hard last night. Um, boyfriend, perfectly logical, says this is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And this is an age-old debate. Um, yeah. I come down very much on the side of Die Hard as a great movie. Um, be my number one maybe number two, wow. um, but up there with love, actually. Um, but I was kind of disgusted that it never comes into the debate that Die Hard is a bad movie. I mean, that's sacrilege. Die Hard is not a bad movie, regardless of whether it's Christmassy or not. Yes. And Die Hard 2 is arguably more Christmassy, but Die Hard is not. Nagatomi Towers going up in smoke is not a bad film in any way, shape or form. Okay. And is that is Sabrina? Did Sabrina contact you to tell you that no, it was a bad movie? Tweeted, oh. tweeted that it wasn't Christmassy and it was a bad movie. Ooh. Uh, that's unacceptable. Okay, that is completely unacceptable. Okay. I just like to stretch the record, set the record straight. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> you know, on behalf of Bruce Willis fans everywhere, I, and I, Love Actually, she said, "I don't even go there." It's like, what the fuck? What you know? Love Actually is one of the best films ever, Christmas or not. Um, okay, Love Actually is is not too bad. It's okay. Um, uh, I never. I don't think I've ever really watched Die Hard. What? I don't think I've ever really watched it. I, I've never seen it from start to finish. I've seen clips of it. It's been on the telly, but I have never watched it. <sighs> Sorry, Mike. Nagatomi Towers. So you won't get the thing that I retweeted on Christmas Eve as a you know as a call out nine one one call. Nagatomi Towers is under attack. Well, I mean, see, that's the beginning of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't mean that to me, Mike. Is, is the podcast over? Is that it? Are we done? This is the end of a beautiful relationship. A stand-up shit. It took us. It took us two years to finally. <laughs> oh yeah, ultimately. you've got to watch Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it for you, Mike. And while you're out watching stuff, I know you're not into the Marvel Universe, and I know a lot of people that listen aren't into the Marvel Universe and all this sort of stuff, and they all go, Hawkeye is my surprise of the year. Now, that was something that we watched as a family, and we binged as a family. We have never binged anything. to get. We've never had a, a series on... Anything like that. We'll be sitting down, sort of eating dinner or whatever. And what did we watch? Watch Hawkeye. We were like chucking the food down our mouth. Like, go, go, queue up Hawkeye. We'll watch two. We've got time to watch two now. Nobody's getting up early in the morning. Come on, let's go, 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 go. Hawkeye was brilliant. Where's, brilliant. Ha- where's Hawkeye? Hawkeye is on Disney. Okay. Okay, great. I'll watch. I'll, I mean, I look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up for trying stuff, you know. Um, you know, mirrors Jeremy on the scene. you know. Sex yeah, every day for five days, you know. Don't Hawkeye. do that. Mirrors on the floor. 
Hawkeye is the guy with the, the bow and arrow. He's one of the Avengers. Okay, cool. <clears throat> sake, I mean, the way you're saying that, okay, cool. I know you're not going to watch it. I watch I it. I watch it. I watch it. I watch it. You I'll, check, I'll, I'll check it out. I've been, watching, I've been watching a thing called The Witcher. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother raves about that. Um, I think I might, get, I, you know, in the same vein as you. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. <laughs> if I watch Hawkeye, you can watch The Witcher. Let that be okay. a deal. Well, I I'd see. I'd like The Witcher. Well, maybe I'd like Hawkeye. It's my... <laughs> he's, he's Hawkeye is the guy with the bow and arrow. Yeah, and he's the guy who says if the if the ball went over the bar or not. In the GA. Yes. Yes. So he's two jobs. Yes. He's very good. We go up to Hawkeye now. <laughs> the ball. So he's very good, and he takes the piss out of him. If you if you look on on YouTube or whatever, yeah, you get you get him singing down. Uh, he sits down and plays an Ed Sheeran song on the piano. You know the honey, I'm yeah. loving you too. But he does it because the Avengers have all got like the Hulks and stuff, yeah, <clears throat> and Thors and gods. He just has a bow and arrow, and he goes like, "Honey, I've got." Powers too, though they're archery. <laughs> and that's is that the art, the actor who plays the part taking the pictures? Yes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I get free mac and cheese. <laughs> okay, it's very, very that. good. Yeah, I like it. I like it already. <clears throat> we should finish off on Ed Sheeran then, Mike. Oh fucking hell! Or will we even bother? It, it started me down a rabbit hole of watching all the Jules Holland. Um, stuff that I've had taped um, from the year. I kind of do, we do that myself and Sally Ann every once in a while. We just, you know, you hit the reset button and watch Jules Holland. Mm. And uh, you can watch some fantastic ones. I watched Damon Alban, the special he did with him was yep. phenomenal. Don't like Damon Alban. Don't like the way he talks because he's got the whistle. Oh, his voice. Yeah, he's cockney, isn't it? No, but he's got no. He's not though. He's not. He's he's mockney. Yeah, he's mockney. But, yeah, but, but he got. <laughs> but when he sang and when he played a bit of his uh, thing, it was just beautiful. Um, and we watched a load of that to sort of cleanse ourselves. And when we both sat down and watched Hoot Nanny, um, we'd seen the first half of it and then gone to bed. Couldn't stay up for Ed Sheeran. Was really looking forward to the Raglan Road thing yesterday we sat down watched it <clears throat> and just thought no what 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 is it all about what 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 what's it all about it, yeah it i mean uh, we both had to come out of the room go straight on to into the kitchen and go hey google play raglan road the dubliners play the version that everybody knows luke kelly to sort of cleanse it's like when i hear uh bono and mary j blige singing one i have to then stop everything i'm doing and listen to the original version of one because they cancel each other out you know what i mean yeah okay yeah and 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 to see him murder ragnar road not him specifically but the girl he i don't know i don't know he's, he's, joy okay. joy crooks yeah who who was okay on her own but when she said oh yeah i'll play that's my dad's favorite song it's like it's my dad's favorite song that I've never heard before. I don't know the lyrics to, and I don't even know the tune to. It's just like, fuck anyone, yeah, play it with me if you want. It was awful. I thought it was okay. 
I thought it was like it was absolutely grand in that like he was as good as if you were in a pub and some if he, if he got up some lad red hair and a guitar and sang Raglan Road like he did you'd be like oh that's not too bad because it's, but he he sang the first word and he sang the first line and then she did it she ruined he, it and he, then he came in the end he sang a verse didn't he yeah but and then she mean, sang and but she didn't look like she really knew the song no she didn't really know the air no she, i think she had a fairly dodgy grasp of the actual lyrics i think they they hummed a lot of it where she forgot the words and then they kept humming. Yeah. I know. but i thought that she, i don't think they worked hard enough on it it deserved more work and hard work what? or he should have just sang it on his own did you did you see them when he when he actually you know she said it they, no, they I, I missed that bit. <clears throat> okay, so he's he's talking away to Jules on the piano, and then they go, "Do you want um? We're going to look forward to you. Let play Ragged Road and what the while. and uh, it's her dad's favorite song. And um, and he goes, "Oh, well, you can sing it with me if you want." Um, and then Jules Holland went, "Uh, maybe we will, maybe we will," and kind of it gets a bit awkward. And then it's like, um, anyway, Joy sing a song. She did, and then about half an hour later, but she said something along the lines of, um. Yeah, if I if I did sing it with you, um, I'd have to read the stuff on my iPhone or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. And and Jules Holmes looking at the camera, kind of going, "What the fuck have we just done?" And that's why they say at the beginning of it, you know, you know, this is what live music is all about, and da 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 da. And it was just shit. Well, then, yeah, no, they shouldn't have done it. But is that there's two musicians jamming something out that they've never sang together before? I, I feel like yeah. it should it sh- that should have been rehearsed to within an inch of his life. I think absolutely for the hoot money, yeah. which, which oh. isn't even fucking live. What's the point? <laughs> they could easily have just re- re-recorded it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think Ed, in fairness to him, is kind of a cool guy. Who's like, it doesn't matter. It's a fucking song. Because ultimately, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just a song and. Ultimately, Patrick Kavanagh wrote the poem, and this is what the most of the UK were watching on New Year's Eve was a Patrick Kavanagh poem being sung, being murdered, being hummed because they forgot the fucking words. I mean, it was—I think it was disrespectful on so many levels. And I get the whole thing, you know, that it's bringing Patrick Kavanagh to a, a whole new audience and blah blah blah. Lots of people were sort of like, "Don't let's." On, on Twitter, they were all like, "Oh no, let's let's not." You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's like, oh, fucking no, it wasn't. They murdered it. They really did. It was car crash television. Do you know what? Do you know what makes? Do you know what makes? Do you know what makes the GA such a success and the, and Premier and football in general? It's not necessarily the football. It's the fucking talk around. It's the controversy. It's the fuck. It's a talking shop. As my father-in-law says about the GA, it's a talking shop. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a talking shop. So Fed Sheeran gets up and does a bad version of Raglan Road, and everyone's talking about him. How bad yeah. is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I just don't want to agree. No. And I, I actually, do you know what I, I when I watched when I watched <laughs> Ed doing a song earlier, I was like, this is what's impressive about Ed Sheer. He's fucking. He's hitting. He's playing this loop, but then he's playing this loop. He's yes. Building, he builds the song on his own, which people forget. So when Ed Sheeran's in concert, he's up there with the pedals and the fuck. Like at one point, he was playing a song and he hit like. One, two, three, four pedals at the same time as he sang yeah. the song to to get rid of the guitar and the drums and the whatever. 
And they're like, that's why Ed Sheeran is so brilliant. We had that exact same conversation. Look at the way he look at his footwork. And he mm. and he was even doing the recording that. And then mm. he'd stop. And then he'd tap these things. And like he had feet of flames, like, mm. how can you remember yeah. what's on what paddle and what's on one thing? Mm. He could he could so easily have made a balls of everything. <laughs> 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 the wrong beat at the wrong time. How, how does that work? And he doesn't, he just and it comes out perfectly. And then he did the next song with the um, the quartet, which was lovely, mm. really nice, almost emotional. And then he fucking murdered Raglan Road. He should have just done it on his own. I didn't realise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there was no need for it. There was no need for them to, to go, let that go out. And mm. also, do you want to be having a go at Raglan Road? Do you know what I mean? No, you don't. In the first place, like no. save yourself the hassle. But yeah, people are talking about it, Mike. People are talking about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, fucking people talk about it. Poor old Joy Crooks took the joy out of it for everybody. She did, and I don't like her style of singing anyway. And then afterwards, she was like, "Raglan, oh, I thought you meant <laughs> Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, ah, yeah, or, or Ramblin' was... Rose, or something." <laughs> I, I honestly think she got the wrong. She got song. the wrong song. Yeah. She had no idea what she was singing. <laughs> she was like, she was like Bob Dylan singing one of his own songs. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> she actually does sound like somebody who gets up the pub and and has that couple of the three pints in. And starts humming it. You know the way there's some songs you think you know them. Have yeah, you yeah, you yeah. get up to sing them in karaoke. You're like, I don't fucking know this song at all. <laughs> I know two lines, and even them, I don't know. Yeah. Oh Christ, that that's that's what drink does to you, though. There you go. And um, Mike, and better to get back to your family. And uh, what's the plan? What's what's the plan for the evening? Uh, don't know. Gonna unpack shopping. Probably take my heart. Well, not my heart rate. My blood pressure rate a couple of times again. Take that off your Mickey. Yeah, exactly. Put it on my, strap it to my... T- oh, imagine strapping those things to your testicles. Fucking hell, mm. sweet. <laughs> Some people are into that, Mike. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not into pain. I wouldn't even suggest that to my wife. She, she'd no. be like, okay, we'll do that every day for five days. <gasps> day five, we attach nipple clips <laughs> to a 12-volt battery. <laughs> I haven't seen your father in two days. <laughs> what was the screaming the other? The neighbours heard screaming. <laughs> um, are yeah, you going to you happen to watch on the telly? No, we've a load of stuff taped from Christmas, so uh, we'll probably kind of get through that. When um, are you back to work? Not back till the 10th. Oh, man, nice one. When are you back? On the 3rd? Day after tomorrow. Yeah, fourth is it? Fourth. Yeah, but it's nice. Yeah. It's kind of a short week, and I don't have. It's it'll be nice to go back to work and not have to do a play as well. Yeah, you won't know um, yourself. Mm. You'll have all this time. I know to I work like, on your stand up. <laughs> might actually be useful to them. <laughs> what have you planned for the evening? Have you had your dinner yet? No. No, I'm. I've, I I put on a chickpea a vegan chickpea curry. I'm gonna have nice. That yeah. Did you make it yourself? I sure did. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, Just before you go, what what are the what are the sort of herby spices? Well, it's um, I mean, like it's 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 sort of like uh, it's a curry basically. So it's onions. It's your onion, your chopped onions. Okay. Yeah. And your garlic, 
and then you've got your cumin curry powder and then it's kind of up to you like paprika if you like paprika yeah, yeah. um you could throw in a bit of garam masala if you want you know just half teaspoon of each bit of red uh, uh, uh chili you can nice. chop a chili or you know you have the, the jar if you get yes. that jar yeah, of chili yeah, yeah. yeah um a bit of ginger a tin of tomatoes 400 gram tomatoes a tin of um uh coconut milk and a tin of chickpeas chuck oh, wow. them all in a bit of salt you won't put any salt in salt and pepper to taste and just let it simmer there for half an hour should do it but i like to let it simmer for longer just to get really get the flavors going so um, that has been simmering away since just before we started the podcast. So I'm going to have that with a bit of rice. That sounds, yeah, that sounds really, really. Oh, we found some new rice. Pow wow rice. Pow wow rice. Pow wow rice. Um, what does this mean? Oh, fucking hell. It's, I think it's pow wow, P-O-W-O or P-O-W-A or it, it's spelt a load of different ways. Like pilau rice. No, 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 no. No, this is, this is, um. so they cook the rice. Yeah. They desiccate it, dry it, and flatten it so it looks like flakes of um, uh, looks like tiny flakes of almond or almond, right? Yeah, right. But uh, so you 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 bring it to the boil. You put some water. You know, you put it in hot water. Bring it to the boil. Put it into a, um, a sieve, and the amount of water that's left in the sieve after you give it a little shake, you then throw it into a, a salad or a stir fry or whatever, and that's it. It it really takes zero cooking. It's it's rehydrated. You pop it in and it's hot and it starts taking the flavor of whatever you throw it into. Wow. Phenomenal. We watched a woman cook with this stuff last night. We went to Khan's Indian supermarket in, in Limerick today and Sally and went straight in there and bought some pow wow rice. Excellent. Because I'll be up in Dublin at some stage probably next week. Nice one, power rice. I'll check it yeah. out. I will check, 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 check it, it out. out. What, yeah. what, what, what's it all about, Mike? Yeah. Thank you very much for your power rice tips. Enjoy your dinner. I'll see okay. you soon. Next, next weekend, possibly. Hopefully, miss you. Try and do it every every weekend. Then. Happy New we Year. Do it every day for five days. <laughs> we tried that before. We didn't get through day two. <laughs> Oh, that was a total cluster. Oh yeah. my god! Okay, thanks, Mike. Uh, thanks to the listeners. You've been listening to the Keep Watch podcast. Um, I don't know what it's about either. I don't know what 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 what's it all about. Yeah, but thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks to Acast. Thanks to everyone. Thanks to Happy New Year. Yeah, don't look up. Cheers. Don't look up. Love you. Oh Christ, he's eating that stuff again. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.